Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, so to start the show, you're going to get a schizophrenic, Evan. (laughs) Not to refer to myself in the first person or third person or whatever that phrase is, but you're going to get the schizophrenic, Evan. You're going to get the rational, Evan, and you're going to get the irrational, Evan. So, Tiki... You want me to start irrational? Is that good? Um, I'm gonna go yeah, a little irrational? I, I like you irrational. You like that? Because it, it allows me to calm you down. Okay. So let's start irrational. <laughs> just, don't, just, just don't scream too loudly. I'm not going <laughs> to scream. I'm going to talk very passionately. Let's start irrationally. What the hell did we do to the baseball gods? <laughs> like, what the hell did the, we do as Met fans? And I'm talking about those of us under the age of 40, because we don't have a damn thing. We don't have 86 to think back on. We don't have that. You know what we have? We've got 2,000. We finally get to the World Series. We lose to the Yankees. We've got Mike Hampton wanting a better school district. We've got A-Rod wanting to come here, but our team's saying 24-1. and And boy, do we have injuries, especially over the last three years. Jacob DeGrom is putting together the greatest season a pitcher ever had. What happens? He gets hurt, doesn't pitch in the second half. Matt Harvey is electrifying New York City in 2013. What happens? He needs Tommy John surgery. Over the last three years, the New York Mets have lost pitcher after pitcher after pitcher in spring training. In 2021, it was Carlos Carrasco. His hamstring came out of his leg in the middle of spring training. He didn't pitch till July 30th. In 2022, it was Jacob deGrom. Another scare. This one's real. We didn't see him till August 2nd. Last year, oh, last year was a doozy. Last year was Edwin Diaz's celebration... Jose Quintana, and then on opening day, Justin Verlander. The Mets lost three freaking key guys before the season even started. So, yes, there are days, today being one of them, where I look to the baseball heavens and I say, what the F did we do to you? Why does this franchise, why are we so cursed? (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Am I a bad human? Are we all bad humans? What the hell did we do that in February, when things are supposed to be optimistic, like I was yesterday, when things are supposed to be positive, when spring is coming, what did we do to to deserve to be kicked in the balls every single spring? (laughs) Let's go, Matt. This sucks. This is unfair, and I don't know how anybody could think Kodai Sang is coming back anytime before June because David Stearns, with that same smirk, looked at us and said, eh, eh, you know, it could be okay. We're going to shut him down. It is very difficult to remain calm and optimistic when we get our you-know-what's cut off every single year at the same time. 
We're trying to be optimistic. I am trying to be optimistic. And our ace, the only guy in this rotation you can trust, has a moderate right posterior capsule strain. I Googled it. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> I couldn't find any other pitcher that dealt with this. I don't even know where it came from. And it affects us as Met fans. So who am I mad at? I'm mad at my dad. Mm. I'm mad at Tom Seaver. I'm mad at Bill Buckner. I'm mad at Mookie Wilson. Because apparently something they all did has caused all of us as younger Met fans to get screwed every single year. Mm. Now... That's irrational, Evan. Your yes. thoughts? That was that was irrational. Irrational. Oh, okay. Yes, that, irrational. That was actually pretty calm and tame. Oh, thank First you. of all, stop praying to your pagan gods, <laughs> your baseball gods. Second of all, it's just a capsule strain. What? It's nothing. It's not a season-ending injury. The freak injury that we saw with Edwin Diaz last year. It's not the age injury that we saw with Verlander a year ago or Max Scherzer at the end of both of the seasons that he was that he was here with the Mets. It's not the freak um, live in action acute injury that we saw with Quintana a year ago. This is just a little extra wear, right? This is. Kodai Singa, who pitched phenomenally last year, and we all thought that he would struggle transitioning from Japan and, you know, with the ball and everything else and the innings and the, and the, and the, the, the I don't know, the, the torque and all these things that we talk about when you start playing Major League Baseball as opposed to Japanese baseball, all those things, they didn't manifest themselves. They didn't, they didn't show up. And now they're just showing up slightly. Mm. You sh- don't be worried about don't this. Don't be worried. Don't be wor- don't, don't be, be worried. worried about this because don't be and, and worried. This is, and this is why David Stearns, <laughs> by the way, is not worried about this because it's right in line. Even if he's not healthy to start the season, it's right in line with what David Stearns wants out of this. Season. The man from Milwaukee. This, this isn't go win a hundred games and you know compete for a World Series. That's not what. This no, 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 no. David Stearns has said, and I echo him. This can be a playoff team. Okay, losing your ace it, for an extended period of time is yeah, damaging. Yeah, okay. But how long is that extended period okay. of time? So we're not talking about again. I restate, we're not talking about Edwin Diaz losing mo- all most of all the season last year, even mm-hmm. though he probably could have came back at the end. It wasn't worth it. It's not 41-year-old Justin Verlander. It's not, oh, God, Quintana, oh, he's just, he did that and while pitching. He's done for the year. This isn't, this isn't like major. This is ca- precaution. You don't know this that. This feels like... You don't calm yourself know down. that. Let's get a full understanding of what this is. And until you feel better, we are not going to let you go out there and pitch at the very beginning of spring training, Kodai Singa. This is not, this shouldn't be worrisome. Well, it is because we don't know when he's going to come back. Okay, of course. If he's it, only missing a start, you're right. It's not a big deal. The symbolism of opening day is overrated. I admit that. But we don't know. And David Stearns doesn't know. Because what David Stearns said was... Well, they know something because he already got an MRI, despite them telling us they didn't know if he was getting an MRI. They know that he needs to rest, Mm -hmm. and then when he's symptom-free, he'll start throwing again. Now, we also don't know that once he is symptom-free and he starts pitching, and he's throwing 99 miles an hour, and he's throwing his ghost forkball, that this couldn't turn into something worse, like, dare I say, a torn capsule. (laughs) Ask Kyle Wright, who's not even going to pitch this season. So my worry is the same worry that every Met fan should have, which is there's a lot of unknown attached to this. We don't know when he's coming back. But unknown doesn't necessarily mean bad. The only reason you're thinking the worst is because you're channeling these Met pagan gods. Well, how about last year and the last two years? Like That's (laughs) not just pagan gods, that's reality. Okay, but two years ago, you were fine. You won 101 games. They overcame it. Uh, exactly. They overcame so, the injuries. So why can't they do that this year? Well, that's And so, <laughs> look, they're not going to win 101 games. We're not even talking about that. We're just talking about having relative health for most of the season. And what we're talking about with Kodai Singa, while it's it's worrisome, it's not the sky is falling, chicken little. So That's not what's going on right now. Here's what the Mets told you today. Here's what David Stearns told you today. He said, we're not going to knock you out with the punch now because, no, it's not Tommy John surgery. It's not a torn capsule. Mm. We're not putting a timetable on it that puts you out of your misery. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. But what we're telling you is, eh, we don't know. May lead to that. That may happen. And that's worrisome. And when you have a track record that the Mets do, and I'm not even blaming the Mets. Like, I want to make this clear. I'm not mad at the Mets for Kodai Senga getting hurt. It just sucks. I'm mad at the universe. And I know that's irrational. That's why this is Irrational Evan. I'll get to Rational Evan in a second. Irrational Evan looks at the sky and says, why? And when it was Verlander and Scherzer, your answer to the why was, well, it's your fault. You sign older guys. Now, Lugie brought something up yesterday that I do want to address because it's important. Lugie said... Hey, didn't he have a track record in Japan? Now, I want to give the information on that because that's important because a track record matters. There was no injury history from Japan. What we got from John Heyman, and this is the only thing that's come out, is that there were concerns from his MRI that many believed was normal wear and tear from just pitching a lot in Japan. Kodai Senga earlier today said, I've never had a shoulder issue. So for now, if we want to believe it, we can put away the idea that they signed a guy that was damaged. I only bring that up, not to attack you, Lugie, because I think it's important that you mention that, that he had some concerns in his MRI. We should know that, and I'm glad that was brought up yesterday. But now we got to get to the details of what was the concern. There was nothing specific. Yeah, and you mentioned last year he pitched the entire year, and I agree with you, but remember they babied him throughout the year, and then he has arm fatigue, and he just got down to spring training. So I'm just pointing to the one thing that I read that, yeah, the medicals were a concern. So this is my thinking, yeah, this guy is damaged goods. Again, not blaming the Mets, but there were concerns, at least in the one report but from Heyman. But he didn't miss time. That's why I wasn't overly concerned about it. That's why the answer to Verlander and Scherzer that all you smartasses had was, this is your fault, you signed an injured guy. Or I an old guy. S- or an old guy. Right, not an injured guy. An right. older guy. I can't say that about Kodai Senga. So look, as an irrational Met fan right now, it sucks. I'm mad at the world. I'm angry. Now, I'm done being irrational. Can I be rational now, T? Please. Let's hear rational, Evan. Yeah, you ready? <laughs> Welcome back, Sean, by the way. Good to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, good to show up to work for a change. <laughs> Foxhole. He waits until a Met gets hurt. Then he says, I can't wait to show up. Danced right in. Here's rational, Evan. If he misses a month, and right now, I'll be honest with you, my fellow Met fans, I'd sign for that. If you told me May 5th he's back, i sign for that today. And ask yourself that as a Met fan. Would you sign for he misses a month and he's back on May 5th? Would you Absolutely sign for that? 100%. I'm thinking it's going to be July, so anything earlier than that, I'm thrilled. May 5th. Would you sign for May 15th? Of course. I'm okay. not a Met fan, but yes, of course you would. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's four starts. That's my point. It's only four or five starts. Like, when we think about starting pitchers, remember... At their best, they make 30 to 32 starts. At their best. So if you miss a month, what are we really talking about? We're talking about overcoming four or five starts. So yesterday, when we came on the air, and I was positive about the Mets, and I sold you why I think this team is going to be good, why would I change my opinion now? Because of a guy potentially missing four starts. Well, My rationale was this team will be able to hit if they can have just a serviceable rotation I think this offense is a lot better than people realize. I think their bullpen will be a lot better than people realize. Edwin Diaz is back, and I think the Mets will win games that way. I never thought this was going to be a dominant rotation Mm -hmm. because it was never going to be a dominant rotation. You don't need it to be a dominant rotation to get where you were optimistic about yesterday, which was not 
best the Braves, best the Phillies, win 98 games, and charge into the postseason as the best team in the in the NL East. That's not what you were talking about. You were talking about being competent, getting quality starts, and I got to give your co-host of the Rico Bronya podcast credit because when Hoff said yesterday, for what? For <laughs> just you just don't you heard it? I mean, you know it. you were there when you talk about quality starts. It's right. six innings and three runs. Right, right. That's a plus four ERA. Yes, right. So. That's all you need for what the goal is this year, both as Met fans, as David Stearns um, and, and Steve Cohen's anticipation of what this season is about. It's not the punting that everybody was alluding to after Scherzer and Verlander left. It's we're going to compete. Yes. We spent a little bit of money. We didn't spend a ton of money, but we want a winning product. And as a owner of a, of a company, you know Steve, Steve Cohen is not going to say, yeah, you know what? We're going to win 60 games this year because it's going to better us for whatever, the future. He, he would never do that. So you knew that they were trying to win, and all they're trying to do now is stabilize some of these issues that are cropping up at the beginning of training, spring training. And this isn't one that I would be overly worried about simply because it's not the major so, issues that you had a I, year ago. My worry is he's not back May 5th. So that's the first thing I would say in retort. Like, I'm worried that this injury... Okay, so what if he is? If he, what if, if he's, he's out not? for the season? What, no, not for the season, but let's just say he misses two months. So it's eight stars yeah, or, that's, eight, or, that, or nine stars. Well, okay, it adds up. Like, I think you can get away with a guy missing four or five starts, even if he's your ace. I really do. That's where I'll be rational. I'll be calm. If you told me right now he's back in the middle of May, it's difficult. It's not easy. But even yeah, but, but you can overcome that. But missing half the season, now all of a sudden four is 12? That's a big deal. Even last did last year when you when, when last season started, not to go back and like relive it. But did you think that Kodai Senga was going to be your ace? No, right I thought he had a chance to be really good. But really no, good. I thought the ace was going to be one of the old uh, mercenary and, and piece so, of crap. And so now, now you're putting him as the ace. Why? Because it's the fault. No, no, because put, nobody no, no, else no. is there. That's not true. I'm putting him as the ace because he pitched like one last year. Because Kodai Senga had a really good season, and in the second half of the year, even though most people stopped paying attention, mm-hmm. I get why he only got better and better and better. Like yes. Kodai Senga was a Cy Young candidate last year. Yep, finished seventh. Like that's reality, and he should have finished higher. So the reason he became the ace isn't simply oh it's default the rest of the rotation stinks. It's he was really good. Like, there aren't a lot of great starters in Major League Baseball, and Kodai Senga was one of them. So, can I rationalize him missing four or five starts now the Mets can overcome it? I can. Absolutely. But once that starts to add up, if he is missing half the year, like, I had a guy, I'll give him credit, he sent me a video of a doctor <laughs> talking about, and by the way, now I'm, I'm, I'm so pissed off because there's this one Met fan who I like. He played fan baseball with us, and I interact with him, and he's saying, why are you flipping out over a minor thing? Like, that pisses me off. It's not <laughs> a minor thing. Like, the ace of the team is hurt, and we don't know how long he's going to miss. If he was only missing a start, I wouldn't be flipping out. We don't well, know how much he's going to miss. Also, so stop telling me I'm flipping out over a minor thing. Because it may not be a minor it's thing. It's also real early. We have we don't know. So you're going to get mad. What happens, yes. What happens if it is a minor thing? You're going to go back and apologize to all of us for screaming and no, yelling no, in no, our ears? No, no. Right? So, have, I, have I addressed that it could be minor? We don't know. I'm being honest about okay, how I feel so about it. So why are you feeling... Why are you feeling a worst case scenario? Because why, why, why are you why are you letting even irrational Evan speak for five seconds? Just be rational. Because it's tough to be confident that injuries will be minor based on what we've witnessed not only in our lifetime yeah, history, but the last few history years. Is not, in, injury history is not informative, especially injury history of other dudes. Okay, it's not informative of what's going to happen. Here's what I think. Here's about. what scared me. My man Nick Central is a big Nick fan. You know, at Nick Central, follow him on social media. Big Nick fan. He's I know. A big Med fan. Yep. He tw- texted me a video of Dr. Jesse Morse saying, you know, analyzing the injury and mm. saying, in his expert opinion, he doesn't think he throws a baseball till June 1st. Mm. And by the way, throws a baseball doesn't mean pitches. Okay. It means throws a baseball, what was which means we don't see him till the All-Star doctor's break. name? Jesse Morse. Okay, so Jesse Morse had said, eh, this is not much. It's, it's, we've seen this injury before. We don't know exactly what it is, but it, he probably is going to be okay. Would you be talking about Slightly him? Slightly better, yes. Would, would you be talking yeah. about yeah, Jesse I'd Morse? Yeah, bring it up and say, here's why I'm no, not overly wait. concerned. No, you wait. When you're an alarmist, like you were, the irrational Evan to start this show, you get clicks. When you're the alarmist, people pay attention. When you scream that the sky has fallen, people look up. So you think the right? doctor's just trying to get attention? I, I, <laughs> I don't know why people volunteer information that they're not paid to give. 
right? It's just, ah, oh, this is my expert opinion, even though I have not seen this guy. I haven't touched him. I haven't looked at an MRI. I have no idea. But, you know, in my estimation, I think this is going to be not pitch until June. How the hell do you know? No, you're right. He doesn't know. <laughs> but the problem here is it's a macro-micro thing. Evans operating, what if it is the worst-case scenario? But what was the best-case scenario for the Met team? And Lindor spoke to this. It was, look at last year's Diamondbacks. Look at last year's Diamondbacks. In that realm, the Diamondbacks still had the fight and claw at the end of the year. Remember, they started yeah. hot, mm-hmm. got through. I agree. So, you know, it's 162 games. We could talk about, hey, May 5th, sign for it. The truth is... This is a domino effect because they didn't pad the rotation enough, and all of those five starts probably do add up in the long run if the Mets' dream is becoming right, a Diamondbacks but, but, but this you year. Gotta, and let me get back to rational Evan because I do want to be rational about this, and mm-hmm. we've got a lot to discuss on this, including if they should add an arm, yes. what are the arms available? What's there not, by the way? There are. Uh, no, that's not true, by the way. David Stern said, we're good. We're not the man from Milwaukee. We're not he... planning on adding any more arms. Okay, I will explain in a few minutes why that means absolutely nothing. I'll be perfectly honest with you. It means absolutely nothing, but we'll get to that in a second. What I was about to tell you was he's right. So let's look at those five starts that he potentially misses. For the sake of this moment, Rational Evans says, okay, he starts throwing in a few weeks. He's pushed back a few weeks. He's ready to go on May 1st. He misses four or five starts. They were probably not going 5-0 and in those starts. So now Tyler McGill enters the rotation, and instead of the Mets going 3-2, and two, they go 2-3. and three. Mm-hmm. It may only be a one-game difference. So when you look at that smaller sample size, like you can't assume, because I think when you hear five starts, the assumption would be you were going to win all those five starts, and now you're going to lose all those five starts. And boy, five games in the standings, that's monumental. True. I but can't the, look at it that but way. But the trickle down. What if in two of the bad starts by McGill, you're using the bullpen more and it affects other games 100%. down the line? That's a fair point. It can't be counted. Like, it's impossible to know how that affects you the next day. But you're right. It could negatively affect you. But overall, if it's only a month, that negative effect could be minimal. And here's the other thing. The reason I have belief in this team, if you didn't hear yesterday's show, I'll give it to you in a thumbnail. I think this lineup can be very good. I think this core is vastly underrated, and they play all the time. Yep. I think the young players on the come, who may not be here on opening day, but may here be may here by June 1st, with an Acuna and Drew Gilbert and Jet Williams, if they develop and Francisco Alvarez takes another step, I think this Met offense can be top three in the National League. I think this Met bullpen with Edwin Diaz back and some very versatile arms after him can also be very good. I always thought yesterday when I gave you the positive picture, my positive picture was not painted around a top Met rotation. It was painted around a really good offense Mm -hmm. and a really good bullpen. Right. None of that changes with this injury. So I'm not going to sit here and say, despite my being upset and feeling like we're cursed and it's the end of the world and this sucks, I'm not going to tell you the team's going to lose 90 games. That would be completely contradictory of how I feel and what I said to you yesterday. Right. It wasn't about the pitching. It was about an offense and a bullpen. So, yes, to my fellow Met fans, they can overcome this if this is short-term. It's not the end of the world if it's short-term. Yes, the But o- understand on February 22nd, when you get bad news like this, it's very difficult to be, ah, It'll be okay, Tiki. <laughs> I'm not saying it'll be okay with Kodai Singa, but I am saying it's not something to get overly worried about. It's not something to go say the gods have cursed us, our pagan gods. They've cussed, they've cursed us, right? They've made us invulnerable. They've started the downward spiral that we've seen every other year as a New York Met fan. Stop with that, right? You have good players here. You mentioned them. I'm talking about the position players. You actually have a good staff. It's not. They're not great. No, we don't. We don't know if if Luis Severino is going to be who we who he was when the Yankees thought he was going to be a star. We don't know if Jose Quintana is going to pitch to his three seven ERA of his career. We don't know these things. But they are good pitchers. It's not like they're Johnny Come Latelys. It's not like they're young Mike Vassell making now he's in the in the in the rotation because they have no other options. That's not what we're talking about. This team can be still good and stop getting so over obsessed with a small injury that we don't have full details on yet. That's all I'm saying. It may not be small, and that's what's scary. We'll get your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. And also the follow-up question that's on everybody's mind, what are you going to do about it? Well, we got New York sports going on today. Kodai Sanga has a moderate right posterior capsule strain in his right shoulder. 
he is being shut down. Once the symptoms go away, he'll start throwing. Now, once he starts throwing, assuming there were no setbacks, and he gets his chances to throw off a mound and then eventually enter spring training games or extended spring training games, you're looking at a buildup that lasts six weeks. So at least you've got that clock that you know. So if he starts throwing in two weeks, just do the math. And that's how you know when and if we'll see Kodai Senga back. Now, before we get to your calls, let's answer the question on everybody's mind. Because everybody thinks about Robert Sala when something like this happens. And let me explain. Robert Sala, throughout training camp, had a phrase. And it was a good phrase, despite him being a terrible head coach. (laughs) And that phrase is, okay, what are you going to do about it? Now what? Now what? That was the phrase. (laughs) Thank you, Robert Sala from the sky. Now what? Now what? It was actually really, really smart. Mm -hmm. If only he was that great coaching, things would have been a lot better. Now what? So, okay, we've discussed the injury. There's uncertainty to it. Some people are freaked out. Some people are comma. Now what? Now what? David Stearns told the media, eh, I think we're good. I don't think we're adding anybody. And I am so surprised at the naivete of Tiki Barber to just fully accept. Why should I not believe what he says? Why should he say we're in the market for a pitcher? Why would that make any sense when you've got Scott Boras sitting there with a couple of high-end pitchers and other agents sitting there with back-end pitchers where they're waiting for guys to get hurt, thinking that's going to drive the market? Why would you say, he may as well just say, all right, guys, I'm desperate. Please, I need somebody. Yeah, like, but he wouldn't just, do that. Yeah, but that's so obvious. Like, what you're saying is so obvious, it's not even obscuring the fact that they're in the need for pitching. Even if it's obvious, why say yes, we're going to go get a pitcher? Like, why would you say that? Because it's not going to change your your ability to negotiate with somebody if they th- if they already know you're desperate. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I, yes like, and no. We all you... know that they need pitching. And Scott Boris knows. David Stearns knows. Oh, no, no, no. We, we, we don't know if they're going to add a pitcher, though. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. There are many inside the Met organization who think they're not going to add a pitcher. Like, it's already come out, like, yeah, probably not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying to you out there, that public line from David Stearns means nothing because he'd be dumb to say otherwise. Like, it wouldn't make any sense for him to say, yeah, 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 we're in the market for a pitcher. Scott, if you're watching, please call me. I have a big sign on my head that says desperate. Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And you know that. Oh, of course I do. But I also don't, but I also think not saying that we're going after pitching doesn't, make you any less desperate. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're desperate for pitching. Yeah, but are they going to add another starting pitcher, whether it's a top-end guy or a back-end guy? Probably not for the $200 million. Well, hold on. Okay, so they're not adding a top-end guy, which, by the way, I agree that they're not going to mm-hmm. because I don't believe that an injury that could turn out to be minor would ever cause David Stern specifically to say, I've changed my mind right. on the value of Jordan Montgomery. And by the way, let's not waste our time with Blake Snell. He's not an option. It makes no sense. They're not giving up the draft pick compensation. So for the sake of this, it's Jordan Montgomery. Let's not waste anyone's time. So let's be specific. Right. Do you really think that an injury that as of right now they don't know the severity of is going to change their view on Jordan Montgomery and whether they want to give him a five-year, $150 million deal? No. I don't think so at all. So I agree with you. Now, I disagree with them because I wanted Jordan Montgomery last week. I wanted Jordan Montgomery last month. So, obviously, my opinion remains the same. I think Jordan Montgomery is a really solid middle-to-front-line starting pitcher who I think is only getting better, who's proven he can pitch in New York, who's proven he can pitch in the postseason, and more than that, I believe with Montgomery, unlike Blake Snell, the best is yet to come. So, I I disagree with the Mets, Yeah. but my point to everybody is their opinion is not going to change because of an injury to Kodai Senga in February. If they didn't value Jordan Montgomery at the price point that Scott Boris is asking for, Mm -hmm. there's no way that changed. No, I I don't think it did, and I don't think it should. I think they're waiting to see what the real full evaluation is on Kodai Senga. And an MRI is one thing, but it's different evaluations after rest that determine what decision they're going to have to make. So it doesn't help them being rash right now. Now, it, ultimately, if they wait too long, then whoever they bring in is it's 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 such more of a ramping up period. Then it comes to it, it affects their season. But well, not only that, they'll be gone. Like right. these guys are not going to be free agents forever. I don't. I mean, there's still a lot of pitching that's available. They're going to sign. 
I, I hear you. Like this, there, is, if this was March, lot, but there's a lot of guys. I, I get that sitting on the market. I get that, but on March 27th, and this is where you could argue it's a blessing in disguise. On March 27th, there's very few guys you could pick up the phone and call. On February 22nd, mm-hmm. I got a list. In fact, not right now, but yeah. a little bit later on. Haven't done it in a while. A Cinco de Evo on the five starting pitchers they could add, not named Jordan Montgomery. There are plenty of guys, mm-hmm. but that's unique. That's unique. That doesn't happen most years. So the, the one thing they're fortunate about is that on February 22nd, there are guys out there. A month from now, there aren't going to be that many and guys And I, I don't there. think it's rash, Teak, because when you look at the other starters, Severino, injury history, Quintana, injury history. So they have guys in that rotation that could get hurt any minute, yeah, plus Senga. So it's not rash. They need an arm. It's cut, clear, simple. Well, I know, but all I'm saying, there's a lot of arms. There's right, but lot, there's the there's right arm. Of, like replacement players that are sitting on the free agent list right now. But keep this. But Montgomery's the right guy. No, no, but here's why. I agree with you, but you're wrong. So let me explain that. (laughs) Interesting. No, I want Jordan Montgomery. I'm not not disagreeing with you. Like everything you said about he's the right guy, I agree. Mm -hmm. The Mets clearly didn't agree. They haven't pursued him. That's not changing now. Yes. That's where we're in disagreement. Now, we can scream and yell into a microphone about it and say, here's why you're wrong, but they clearly... Don't agree that Jordan Montgomery is worth a five-year contract. Now, does his price come down? Where the Mets say, oh, we would have signed him anyway, whether Sanger was hurt or not, because his price came down to a three-year deal and we're all over it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But my point is, they're not going to change their overall view on Jordan Montgomery because of an injury to Kodai and because of the list of starters that have an injury history. Because guess what? They had injury history six weeks ago. They didn't sign Jordan Montgomery. They had injury histories a week ago. They didn't sign Jordan Montgomery. So we could have an irrational conversation, and I welcome it. If you want to scream and yell about Jordan Montgomery, I agree with you. I'd sign him. My point, which is very rational, is their opinion's not changing yeah, but, because of an injury to Kodai And Senga. that's where my anger is. It's not, oh, typical Mets, Senga got hurt. My anger is with Stearns, the man from Milwaukee, not getting Montgomery no. and being like, well, we're not looking no. at adding a good arm. No, yeah, but that's no. Just... You're, you're wrong, actually, because... Let me just explain this real quick, and then you tell me if I'm right. I disagree with David Stearns. Let's put that aside. I love Jordan Montgomery. I've said it all mm-hmm. year. It would be stupid of him to change his opinion on a long-term contract based on what's a short-term injury. That wouldn't make any sense. Right. So while I disagree with David Stearns, and I agree with you, Lugie, it wouldn't make any sense as a team president to say, oh, yeah, what I said about Jordan Montgomery five days ago, yeah, it changed my mind. Because of a short-term injury to Cody Sanger. That makes no sense. It's a long-term contract. It's not a one-year deal. Right. No, but you're allowed to have a wake-up call and a pivot. And that's in anything in life. You could be wrong on something and something hits you in the head five days later and goes, I totally misread this situation. And I really thought that Sanger was going to be our workhorse. It's not about the situation. It's about the player. If they don't value Montgomery on a five-year deal, which, again, I would. Right. I'm just saying that would make no sense on their end. If you're running a team to say... Oh, wow, Kodai may miss a month. I changed my opinions. Hey, Steve Cohen, please give me $175 million for Jordan Montgomery. That makes <laughs> yes, no because sense. You, because you already had this perception about him, right? Whatever it is. It's whatever already, decision they made. Whatever decision they made, you can't change it now. And the other thing that that I think general managers, especially ones that manage or that were in small markets, they put so much emphasis on their farm system, on the, on the younger arms, and they want badly – to give them a chance. And so until one of these guys that's in their farm system proves that, yeah, we're not ready yet, I think they're gonna they're gonna exhaust those young arms before they start thinking about giving you know whatever Jordan Montgomery or whoever is asking for, Clevenger, even though I don't, I don't love him because of his injury history, but all of those guys that are sitting out there, they all have issues. Otherwise, they wouldn't be sitting out there. That is true. There is no perfect answer out there. Right. Now, we'll get to your calls. We'll get to some of the arms that they could add and also the contract that hangs over all of this. 877-337-6666. We'll start with Chris and Flint. What's up, Chris? Hey, Tiki. How's it going? What's up, dude? Evan, my whimsical brother from another mother. <laughs> How are you doing? I've had better days. I called yes. I called yesterday and I was singing the Mets song and I was so excited. And today I feel like I got kicked in the groin a hundred times. Uh, so I felt everything you said. I'm 38 years old and we have nothing to look back on. Kiki, the reason he's irrational is because to be a Mets fan, you have to be irrational. <laughs> Everything that ever happened is injury. I thought the 
I thought the IL when it became a seven or a 15, whatever it was, and not just a 60, I thought that would be our best friend because we're always having people injured. Right. <laughs> um, the rational part of me, I agree with Evan 100%. We should have had Jordan Montgomery two weeks ago. That's not happening probably. But when it comes to this injury, this is, I'm not going to say same old Mets, but we have a history of this happening, and it just kind of feels the same. Our rotation wasn't strong. we got a lot of guys that are on these one-year deals. Our team next year, especially our rotation, it's going to look like a college football or basketball team with the transfer quarter. We're not well, going to have half the team. We're is. not going to have half the team here. No, your They're, rotation, you're right. Their rotation has immense uncertainty. The one certainty it had was Kodai Senga. And look, I'm not going to bring up 10 years ago anymore. I'll just bring up last year. A big part of why this season derailed was not one, not two, but three injuries that happened in spring training to key pitchers. Mm -hmm. Quintana, Verlander, and Diaz. And we can rank them and talk about which one sucked the most and which one impacted them the most, but that's what's tough. Like, it's bad enough to be a not-good baseball team and watch your team lose and watch your team struggle, but February and March is a time of hope. And injuries like this hurt your hope. They damage your hope. To have to recheck Twitter for injury updates on February 22nd absolutely stinks if you're a fan of any team and certainly a fan of the Mets. Sean in Massapequa. What's up, Sean? How's it going, guys? What's up? Good. So you look at an injury like this, and then you see Gio Urshela sign a $1.5 million deal, and I know he was looking at maybe the Mets, the Yankees. What do you guys assess the market at right now? Like, where do you see it at? Well, look, I think their need for an extra bat still exists. Like, I've said that for many, many times Mm -hmm. over. Like, they could use another stick. That hasn't changed. This injury shouldn't change that. Now, should they be in the market for another depth starting pitcher? Yeah, because their depth just took a hit. And Lugie pointed it out. You've got injury histories all over this rotation. So, as of now, it seems so easy. Oh, we'll just plug in either Tyler McGill or Joey Lucchese or Jose Budo. What if another guy goes down? Mm-hmm. And what if another guy goes down? Your depth really gets tested. So I think that's the area that may change a one-year deal for another depth starter. But does it change their view on if they were pursuing Gio or Scheller or not? It shouldn't. I mean, to me, that one thing has nothing to do with the other. No, I don't think so either. I, I mean, and you also know, and this goes back to the pitching depth with the young players, they're also going to give their young bats every opportunity to succeed. They want that to happen. Yeah, but you know what bothers me? I think you can do both. I think the Mets are capable of giving their young bats every opportunity to succeed while also adding a competent veteran bat. It ain't that complicated. It really isn't. It isn't like, oh, they had J.D. Martinez, Mark Vientos will never play. That's bullcrap. That's not <laughs> true. It's very easy. I can lay it out. I'm not going to. You can download Rico Bronia and hear me do that last night. <laughs> but it can happen. I can promise you that. Robbie's in East Brunswick. What's up, Robbie? Hey, listen, guys, I, I, I must say, I love the irrational Evan. I think you were so entertaining when you're about to jump off a roof or slit your wrist. I think you're hysterical, and you shouldn't discourage him, Tiggy. Let him go. And, yeah. and, and, and you know what, Evan, I got to agree with you. You know, based on their track history, this they say it's minor. It could be major. We all know that. And once one goes... The dominoes can continue to fall. Well, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind about the man from Milwaukee, okay? The man from Milwaukee. The man from Milwaukee. Nothing to do with any of the previous injuries. Mm -hmm. Anything he has said publicly, he didn't say anything publicly about those injuries because he wasn't here. So I am choosing to take David Stearns at face value. And I want to give him credit for this. Yesterday, when you guys broke into Tiki and I's open, Lugie and Connor was here at the time because Sean didn't feel well. And they told us about this Kodai scare. I remember saying to you, I wonder if he's going to get an MRI. Yes. Apparently, he got an MRI yesterday, and it never leaked out. So the Mets did a pretty good job of not letting anything leak out over the last 24 hours. So this is what I don't understand. Why is it alarming or bad, or why do they need to obscure the fact that he got an MRI? Yesterday? Yes. I think yesterday they just didn't want to get anything out until they had all the information. And that's what they did today at 10 a.m. when David Stearns met the media. He told us everything. Well, isn't it easier just to say, I, I don't know what's going on yet. He hasn't got his MRI. I can answer more questions tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Or he's going to get an MRI right now. 
Uh, until then, I have no idea. I guess they just didn't want to tell us for 18 but hours. why? So I, that I could sleep at night last night. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't Honestly, if, if I knew Kodai was getting an MRI yesterday, and a lot of Med fans knew he was getting an MRI, we would have been refreshing Twitter at 1.15 a.m. So I actually want to thank David Stearns. He did us a favor. He kept that thing close to the vest, and then at 10 a.m., he just punched well, us across the face. We kind of knew that he was lying a little bit. <laughs> Because he stuttered all over it. Uh, uh, well, uh, um, um, yeah, you know, we're just gonna, you know, it's training camp. Well, that no, that was Carlos Mendoza. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, and, yeah, Mendoza. Not it wasn't it wasn't Stearns. It was yeah. Mendoza. So yesterday, when Mendoza was asked about the injury, he yeah, because he was asked directly, is he getting an MRI? And he didn't want to answer the question. He got all flustered. He was definitely well because he didn't want to lie flummoxed. to us. You don't want well, to lie to us. Why? I mean, does it matter? Uh yeah, you don't want to be a liar in your first. Well, we're Met fans. We've been lied to forever. We know the deal. <laughs> this is funny. All Mindy has to do. See, I can give Hello, him, Mindy. I give him this free advice on how to answer questions when you know the answer and you don't want to answer it. It's a really good answer that I would accept. Mm-hmm. He's got to look in the camera and say, here's the deal. I want to let you guys know how this works. I am managing the baseball team. And as part of being manager, I am only focused on things that are happening on the field. Yeah. But I have such a great staff and such a great front office that the way things work is when there's something I need to know, they're going to let me know. Yeah, they'll tell me. But in the meantime, I don't want to hear about, like, how yeah. you made the sausage. Right. I just got to focus on Pete Alonzo's, you know, batting practice he just right. took. And I got to focus on Sean Manaya's BP session. Right. I don't want to hear it. So if he had an MRI or not, don't ask me. Ask, ask the, the man from Milwaukee. Right. Or... or you have to, we'd have to talk to our doctors. And since you don't get to talk to our doctors, you're never going to find out. Right. That, hey, by the way, that's a fine answer. That's the best answer. So, you have to talk to our doctors. So my only, you can't talk to our doctors, so sorry. My only defense to David Stearns is I can't blame him for the way the Mets misled us about injuries over the last decade. Mm. So that's why I say when I cry irrationally about Justin Verlander and Jose Quintana and Jacob DeGrom and Carlos Carrasco and every effing injury the Mets have had. Understand, I'm just creaming into the sky. I'm not mad at David. David Stern's had nothing to do with it. I'm not even mad at Steve Cohen. I'm just mad at our existence. That's all it is. I think it's fair. <laughs> I just look in the sky and say, why us? Like, what the hell did we do? Like, what the, what deal with the devil? And this is why I get pissed off at Bill Buckner. You know, all you oldies, and I don't mean that old, because you really only have to be 44, 45 to remember it. All of you guys and gals that remember 86, I hope you enjoyed it. Because it is damn possible you made a deal with the devil. It's possible that that Red Sox collapse, like the last great Red Sox collapse that you all witnessed that I didn't because I was three, and anybody under the age of 40, we only know it as a history lesson, that you guys made a deal with the devil. So I hope you enjoyed your championship because there's a really good chance we're going to see nothing. And it's all because of your deal with the devil. One would say rooting for the Mets is a poor life decision. Would yeah. you agree with that? Evan, yes. times? And, and they handled yes. it poorly because they left uh, Mendy out there to dry. Can you give him something to give us better than that than being flustered? Nah. They knew the deal yesterday. They nah. look stupid nah. all the time with this I stuff. just laid out why you're wrong about that. We you just really agree. think so? Yeah, because I got to sleep last night, and I appreciate that. Oh, oh really? Yes. You're going to sleep over the next month or two worrying about when Senga's going to come back? No, but once there's an injury, like, you kind of deal with it when you're waiting on injury news. I'm an expert on this because of the grunt. You know how many times I couldn't <laughs> sleep because of Jacob DeGrom? That son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Every other week it was like, I got to refresh Twitter to get an MRI. Oh, it was, it was horrible. Let's go to Chris and Ron Conkerman. What's up, Chris? Evan, I, I'm going to make you feel a little better. Ready? Go ahead. I know hey, where I, you're going, and this is really important for you to bring up. And I didn't okay. say it because I want you to bring it up, and you're going to be okay. the smart guy. So go ahead. Okay. Kodai Senga's contract. It states that for the first three years of his contract, yep. if he pitches over 400 innings, he, he his contract gets voided for the last two years. They it locks in for the last two years of the contract if he pitches under 400 innings. He pitched 160 something last year. Yep. So so that means you won't see him until July this year. 80 innings this year, 160 next year, and let's get him for so $15 million year four and year five. All right. It's 100% evidence. Now, Chris, so, Chris, yeah. thank you very much for the call. He is right about this, and I waited on when to bring this up, but I wanted Chris to be able to be the star. So here's the deal, all right? Kodai Senga signed a five-year contract. He has an opt-out after three years, which I remember when he signed it, the thought was, I hope he opts out because that means he was really good. Right. And then I trust Steve Cohen. He'll pay him. He'll stay. In that opt-out, there's a provision that he needs to amass 400 innings over his first three years in the major leagues. 
He's at 166. Obviously, that pace would destroy 400 innings. Right. In fact, you only have to average 135 innings a year in those three years, and you will surpass the 400 innings. So it's not a very high bar. If he doesn't pitch in the first half of the year, and Chris is right, then the chances of him getting to 400 start to diminish, and that could be great for the Mets in the long term. With that said, there's no way the Mets are holding Kodai Senga back in the midst of his second year when he's supposed to be the ace because they're thinking about an opt-out two years down the road. Yeah, that's just, that's a reach. So, I mean, it's it's great monetarily for the Mets if that happens to be the case, but there's no way they're actively doing it no. because Kodai Senga would bitch and complain about it. No. Like, he wouldn't he wouldn't allow it to just happen. Right, they're holding me back. They're not letting me earn my money when I want to opt out. He would say that, right, if he thought that that was the case, or if he really felt he like he was fine. Let's not forget, he he's the one that reported this. Right, like, he went to men. He was like, I, I I don't feel good. I feel arm fatigue. And then they took him for the MRI, and now they're shutting him down for an indeterminate amount of time. So this came from him. Yes, it's interesting that. Like the conspiracy starts immediately. First, it's like, oh, the gods hate us, pagan gods, and then it's like a conspiracy. <laughs> All no. of a sudden, so it's like, like, chill out. Man. Here's, here's chill the way. Out. I, here's the way I would phrase this. Okay, it is not a conspiracy, right? and no. if that's what Chris was pointing out, we completely disagree. Here's what it could be, and I want to use the word could because I'd rather have Kodai Senga healthy. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of selfish reasons. First of all, my oldest son, Jet's favorite player, Kodai Senga. Uh, one of the guys I'm planning on keeping in a fantasy baseball league you're in, Kodai Senga. Mm. So Kodai Senga is almost my new Jacob DeGrom in a lot of ways. Kid loves him. He's becoming one of my favorite players personally. So I want Kodai Senga healthy. You know, not only as a Met fan, but right. certainly those other things, which are really side things to the idea that I want my team to win. But it could be a happy coincidence. Could be. And the way it could be a happy coincidence is if the Mets play well without him, he comes back, he's great, but he only amasses 95 innings mm-hmm. and helps them in the playoffs and goes on a run. And then somehow in the following year, he stays under that 400 number and then it helps them long term. But I want to win. And Kodai Senga being out for any extended period of time hurts their chances of winning. So the contract is interesting. I'm glad Chris brought it up. I was definitely going to bring it up. That this could happen, but that's how I would phrase it. It has the potential to be a happy coincidence, but, the but happy, it's not a good thing. The happy coincidence is their entire season. That should be their slogan, happy coincidence. If we get to the playoffs, it's a happy coincidence. If Seng only pitches 90 innings, it's a happy coincidence. It goes back to the punting, where they're like, eh, you know what, we'll figure it out this year, but they're worried about two, three years you down the line. the Mets are holding out Kodai Seng because of this? I think there's something going to that. I, oh, I could buy into that. Really? I could buy into that. I could buy into it. They did it last year. They stretched him out. They didn't have him pitch a ton of innings. And now this year. The reason they did that is because he was coming from Japan and he never pitched on regular rest. That's why they did it. Like, you really think it was a vision of Steve Cohen sitting there saying, you know what? It's not about saving money more than it is. I don't want him to go to free agency. Like, why would I risk that? Why would I risk all these teams bidding for him? And then, yeah, it would cost me more money, but I also have the risk of losing him. You think the Mets is sitting there in year one of a five-year deal? And saying to themselves, we got to keep his innings down? Everything they have done this offseason leads to that. Every decision they have made has led to this, Ev. So, no. yeah, I think there's something to it. He's I do. That feels, he's, that he's, feels he's cr- conspiracy. Yeah, you're crazy. I don't want to say conspiracy, yeah. but almost like smart business yeah, is the way you would spin it in their how minds. Many people would have to be in on those things. Like conspiracies, I never, I never follow because the amount of people that would have to be in on it. To make it viable, it's just it's not plausible. Well, including the pitcher himself who complained about fatigue. <laughs> yes. Like, well, why did he complain about fatigue? Did you hear him complain about it? <laughs> yes, he said he met the media okay. today. No, but we didn't hear him complain about it. We heard him saying he complained about it. Oh, so so what? Oh, so he's being oh. told to make yeah. up a complaint. That's how you do, you know, uh, an inside job. A, like a knife to his throat. No, I mean, but I mean, I, you know, well, who knows? No, he I, might be f- experiencing some fatigue, like you said, happy look, coincidence. Kodai, That's how you smoke. Kodai said, "Well, no, it's a happy coincidence." If like. I'll give you the Nick example, right? 
if the Knicks get everybody healthy right before the playoffs, Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden OG is fresh and Julius is fresh, and now you have this fresh Knicks team, and that gives you a better chance to go on a run, then those injuries would be, quote, a happy coincidence. If they're not ready or they're affected in the playoffs, then it sucks because it was an injury. So Senga's very similar. Like, if the Mets have a good two months without Kodai Senga, let's say he misses two months and the Mets overcome it, and they play well, and now he comes in here like July 1st, balls to the wall, and he's dominating, we would sit here and say, wow, we got a fresh Kodai Senga. That was great. And, oh, yeah, by the way, that contract benefit in two seasons. Mm -hmm. But that's only if things work out perfectly. And I got a spoiler alert. It ain't going to work out perfectly for the Knicks. More on that later. And it's not going to (laughs) work out perfectly for the Mets either. Because guess what the Mets and the Knicks have in common? What's that? We're both losers. <laughs> we both made some kind of deal with the devil. And for Knicks fans, it happened many years ago with Walt Clyde Frazier in the 70s. And for the Mets, I guess it happened in 86. We'll get back to your calls next, 877-337-6666. And for the what are you going to do next crowd, I'll give you a very quick Cinco de Evo on the five pitchers who are out there right now who the Mets could add that would help with this Kodai Senga injury. We address it coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.